Through 100 episodes successfully completed, we can finally now say that Silvercross Sudbury has been supporting us and helping us get to this goal since day one. Silvercross Sudbury is your go-to place for any quality home accessibility equipment you are looking for. Visit them on 760 Notre Dame Avenue here in Sudbury or call them at 705-222-0700. From walkers to hospital beds to wheelchairs to stair lifts, they have it all. And not to mention, Dean and Chantel Jacqueline, who are the owners, are first-class people and will make your experience visiting Silvercross a great one. Make sure to check out Silvercross Subbury for any healthcare inquiries you may have. Seems as though I've lived my life on the bad side of the moon To stir your drags and sickness still without a rustic spoon Now come on people, live with me where the light has never shown And the hornets flock like hummingbirds speaking in a foreign tongue It's my life, it's my life, it's my life, my life It's my life, it's my life, it's my life, my life All right, what's going on everybody? Welcome to the rundown uh, edition of week 102. The boys are here, a little bit outnumbered this week, um, except for the four-pack, but we got myself, and Mason Monet Savage today. It is an all teachers podcast. <laughs> it's an all teachers pod. Best one. Um, yeah, the best ones for week 102. There's a lot to talk about, a lot of news happening around uh northern Ontario. There's uh yeah, it's wild stuff. Um let's send it off. Mason Monet, how we doing, buddy? I'm good. I, I miss Tom. I miss, I miss Tom. Tom too. Yeah. A shout out Tommy's at uh the OHL Cup coaching right. team at OHA. He looked very squished in their team NOHA photo. If you haven't seen and him, rocking a mustache. And rocking yeah. a mustache. Uh, but other than that, just another stock week, Chim. Waiting for the yeah. golf course at the open. The rink's done. Getting a little little itch to golf. I was over at NHA in the simulator. Four irons dialed. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think this is the year I'm getting a hole in one too. I'm quite excited about it. I like it, dude. Do you ever just have that feeling? Probably yeah, not. Yeah, I, I no. Every time we stepped up to part three this year, I thought some at least someone in our group would have a chance at acing it. There's a couple close calls, uh, but it's coming. I know it's coming. Um, everything's good here. Um, we get random days where it's just like a blizzard, and then it's like golfing weather, like legit a couple hours after. Um, but yeah, everything's pretty stock here. Um, in the bay, um, yeah, that's about it for me. I guess we can uh, get it going, right? Oh, we got to shout out Tommy Blaus, who's not on the pod. It was his twenty third birthday. Happy uh, belated, Tom. Hope uh, it was a great day. As if he even listens uh, to this part, but uh, like we mentioned, he is at uh, <laughs> the OHL Cup. But okay, let's get it going. Bio performers of the week, Mason Monet. Well, you just stole mine. Tom's birthday was supposed to be mine. You're getting really good at this. Another bit here or what? <laughs> How did you wow. like that bit, by the way, Miss? It was predictable and pretty elementary, to be honest. But for <laughs> for you and Tom, it must have been Roberto's idea to be able to pull it all together. But I don't know. It was it was it was funny. It could have been yeah. better executed, but I don't know. That's just Yeah, me. no I, doubt. Uh, just, just me. 
it it was all on a whim and we did it pretty quick but yeah i was happy i was very satisfied at, at how it went fair enough all right well my biosteel performer uh so last week thursday night after we recorded i actually got to go check out the Sudbury cubs playoff game first home game at lively arena or the walden arena tom davies arena what an atmosphere in there i'll tell you I know it's a little small, but if the Wolves ever need a second arena to go post up at while the new arena is being built, where, Jim? Downtown. 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 Um, so Cubs game electric. They win 4-2 game one. They win a tight one in game two as well. So they go up 2-0 going to Espanola. They lose game three, win game four. And I don't want to just give a shout out to one or two players. I'm giving a whole BioSteel performer to Sudbury Cubs team, management, all the way up to Tom Baum giving the play-by-play. He was doing it solo as well. But a few standouts from my notes, actually. I'm going to open up my notebook here. I brought my little notebook. Cameron Walker just finds the net, knows the net. Great player. Cole Crowder fan favorite great guy too i was coaching with him at nha over the march break um ollie smith scored a goal i saw uh then we have ben harris pearson sobush a uh, friend of the show kind of everyone like the whole whole cubs organization my bio steel performers i'm feeling a deep playoff run and shim when you're home we're going to the walden arena never send them I'm back out. to countryside stay in walden walden cubs lively cubs i mean you know, you think about they are called the Greater Sudbury Cubs. They all they could go play a few home games here and there around the city. I think it would be pretty cool to tap into all the local communities, and you can have a central spot like um, Countryside. But I think going out, venturing out, and playing a couple home games would actually be pretty cool, like you mentioned. Yeah, why not do just like a home series somewhere? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, all right, you're good for for Biosim? Yeah, yeah. Thank right. you. I had a good one. I know. Yeah, very good. Um, I got a couple, like usual. Um, first one goes out to Andrew Hyatt. Andrew Hyatt was nominated for Male Artist of the Year for CMA Ontario Awards. So I want to say big congrats to him. We had him on. He's a former guest of the show, and his album. Not sure if you got to listen to a lot of it, Mace. I, I have gone through it and I've gone through it multiple times is an unbelievable album. I absolutely love the, um, yeah, I love the songs Four good years is probably my favorite. That's my favorite. Out of it. What's the other one? Still, still something. It's still something. I think that's, that's more right. Bonus track, but bonus fantastic. track. That was the, the story he had with kid rock. And I think you ain't running yet. If, if you want an ASO deep cut, you ain't running yet is uh, is a great one. Um, so big congrats to Andrew Hyatt. My second one goes out to my uncle, John Chimino. And a lot of people know John Chimino. Everyone hears, everyone always asks me, um, when, when they don't know who I am, um, is your dad, John Chimino from the Crusoe? No, that's my uncle. Um, my dad's brother, John Chimino. Um, he's the manager of the Crusoe and he's been doing it. He's been a part of the Crusoe club. I want to say it's got to be over 30, over 30 years at least. Um, he's been there since he was a kid, and he's done every job you can imagine there. 
and uh, he's been the manager there for for a very long time. But he won the Joel Fabro Award um, just last week uh, at the membership banquet. And the Joel Fabro Award goes out to someone who dedicates uh, a lot of time to the club, volunteers a lot of their time. And it's pretty rare for a manager to win the Joel Fabro Award. But um, my uncle is a very special person. During the pandemic, they basically laid everybody off. And he was the janitor. He was the security. He was everything you can imagine. The dishwasher, um, the laundry. He did it all um, at the Crusoe Club uh, during uh, during COVID. And really, if it wasn't for him, I don't know if the club's still standing the way it is. And he has to deal with a lot of a lot of stuff. Um, it's not easy catering to to a membership. Um, so if there's anyone that can do it, though, it is. My uncle John, he's he's faced a lot of uh, he's he, he's persevered a lot in his life, um, and he's an unbelievable person. Um, wears his heart on his sleeve, and will do uh, will do just about uh, anything for you. He he is truly an unbelievable person. So I just want to shout out my my uncle John for winning Joe Fabro Award as my what, bio steal. What's the uh, Joe Fabro Award? Yeah, so. Joe Fabro Award um, goes out to someone who's volunteered a ton of their time to the club um, and has just helped out the club and, and shown uh, a big, I don't know, not gratitude, but like they just represent the club very well. Yeah. Um, Joe Fabro, I'm not sure. Joe Fabro, no relation. No relation. Joe Fabro is a former mayor of, uh, of Sudbury. And uh, obviously has this award uh, named around him for for a good reason for the Crusoe Club, promoting yeah. Italian heritage and uh, club. Nice so. using your family members when you don't have a bio steal. Classic. Hey, hey, yeah, that's that's the Savage Stock, Classic right eh? there. I, I yeah, forgot to for shout sure. out our our buddy Daryl Moxham, head coach of the Cubs as well. Very nice. And um, Thursday puck drop. If you're listening to this, you still have time to go get your tickets. If you're listening to this on yeah Thursday. they're up 3-1 right now against yeah. the Espo, right? yeah good stuff um okay on to the Corny's bulletin board we go major news breaking news um we're recording this Wednesday just a few hours ago the jury did reach a verdict in the Renee Sweeney case and it was guilty Robert Stephen Wright was convicted of second degree murder of Renee Sweeney 25 years ago in that adult video store he will be serving a life sentence um that is what comes with second degree murder sentencing will come at a later date he can face up to uh i believe it's 10 to 25 years before he gets parole rumors are saying the jury's going to look around suggesting 23 years before he could um get be eligible for parole reading and watching video from today. It was reported that Stephen Wright, Robert Stephen Wright was not uh, showing much emotion when the verdict came. The Sweeney family um, did have a representative speak for them today. They are ecstatic. Um, They are thrilled with the decision. Um, And uh, in the words of uh, of the representative Renee Sweeney got justice t- justice today after what horribly happened 25 years ago and that's just 
the fact of the matter here today. It's been a long time coming, a five-week trial. Now, this case, I do not think, will be at rest yet. I do believe that there will be um, appeals coming out the wazoo about this case. Um, the defense lawyer, Michael Lacey, did give um, a statement saying, you know this case screened out for reasonable doubt. And I can only assume that what happened was the jury was affected, but what we say was a very improper closing. So that's um, talking about the Crown's closing arguments. Uh, so really, we'll see what happens. All I have to say is the Sweeney family does have justice, and I'm happy to to that they're, they could be at somewhat ease what happened and just try and move on from this. It may take a little while. We'll see if appeals come. But from the right get-go, from the get-go, I thought he was guilty. I think everyone on this pod thought he was guilty beyond reasonable doubt. Evidence, 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 the facts, the facts, the facts. Um, you do not go running for 25 years and not say anything. And that's just really, really the crux of uh, this case. So, Robert's, Robert Stephen Wright, guilty. Mason, thoughts? There was buzz in the staff room that now that there's been a guilty plea, or not plea, but a guilty sentence, that there may have been more than one person. And now maybe really? he will out that second person. I have no idea. Yeah, like for sure. Maybe evidence around the blood splatter, right? Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know if there's any other people's evidence, uh, DNA. Sorry, but um, now that he is guilty, who knows? Yeah, maybe uh, he will open up a little bit more about it. Um, we'll see. I think the main thing is motive, and people don't know, and we'll have a hard time trying to figure out what the motive was here. I'm thinking there wasn't a motive. My thoughts are tried to steal stuff. There was restraint. Did not mean to kill Renee Sweeney, but did so. Um, and who knows? That's that's what I you know think could be a very high possibility. But at the same time, if you if you read the damage that was done to her. It could have been very well something that was planned out. Uh, so, who knows? We'll see. We'll see uh, what happens. But again, Robert Stephen Wright guilty of uh, the Renee Sweeney murder. Moving on now to let's get into some golf talk, Mace. Did you hear about this? Was last week, but we forgot to talk about it. There's thoughts maybe even rules being implemented by the PGA Tour that golf balls, it's a weird way of saying it, but are being dumbed down. They're being tapered off, so you can't actually hit the ball as far. So someone like Rory McIlroy pumping it 375 to a par four, that's not going to fly anymore. Really? Yeah. Like, my thoughts around it, if you're going to impact that ball for the pros, just impact that ball for everyone. Like, yeah, I... I love golf because I can play the same course, same tees, same clubs, or almost same clubs, but like same equipment as what the pros are doing, right? And you, you're you not a pro, but you can still 
use that as a benchmark. So if you're going to dumb down balls for the pros, just, just change the equipment for everyone. Golf was invented hundreds of years ago. Equipment was way different. So courses were built for wooden golf clubs with literal screws in them, right? So it makes sense why technology has advanced. Hockey has changed the rules. Sticks are set to a certain limit. Um, I don't know. My opinion, if you are changing the rules, don't just change it for the pros, change it for everyone. Because there are kids, like Tristan Renault pops his driver at hole one at the ID. He's going driver pitching wedge into a par five. Like it's not just pro, well, I guess he is technically a pro, but not just pros that need to be tapered down a bit, in my opinion. And your thoughts? Yeah, I would say that's uh, an unpopular take. Um, I see it as, I, I don't know, the game's changing. Make the courses longer if guys are hitting it further. You can't just, I don't know. just be, oh, here's land. Like, where's the... Well, well, I mean, Augusta did it. Augusta moved 13 back. Here's, here's what I think. For the occasional golfer, who can already barely hit the ball 220, 230 all with a driver. Why are we making life harder for them? We're just going to move up a tee block? Like, to me, for occasional golfer, it doesn't make sense. For pro, okay, maybe. Um, but who wants to see a guy, again, drive it 230? Like, I don't know. I For me, that doesn't matter. Like, I want to see someone hit a four iron into a par four. I don't need to see these little flip wedge shots. In my opinion, for sure, yeah, and I, I everyone's uh, got an opinion for sure. Um, I do think, I mean, courses have already moved back to where you could see that type of stuff. I mean, we're looking at five hundred yard par fours nowadays um, that the pros play. So, I mean, sure, I, 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 I guess it doesn't hurt um, to test it out for sure. See how it goes. I think it, it could be cool to see what happens um but i also do enjoy watching guys hammer a golf ball um but if he still hits it 300 yards or 320 yards with a different ball like it's still going a mile like it doesn't need to go 375 yeah i guess yeah that's that's your opinion I, i don't know um i don't know how far the ball would roll back i i don't know how far the ball would go i didn't it it seems pretty like a pretty gray big gray and yeah I don't know and then you got guys like a Kevin Kisner or um who else um who's on the full swing show anyways they don't hit the ball like these guys and they're gonna get affected by it too I know and but they're I'm gonna curious. drive the ball so they're gonna have like. I don't know hybrids the, into par fours. No, no, but I don't know all the details. Like, I don't know if it's like if you hit it over like a certain, like three seventy five would go like three twenty now. But like, if you're only hitting at three hundred, like you still might just be hitting at three hundred or three like two ninety. Yeah, like exponentially also, decrease. I don't think it'll be a strict. Everyone's losing fifty yards. I think it'll be tailored, not tailored, but essentially go in line thresholds. with thresholds. Yeah, different thresholds. Yeah. I think, too, and I like what I think Justin Thomas said, is like the average golfer can play the same ball as a pro, and that wouldn't be the case then. What those guys are doing with the same golf ball that we use, the exact same golf ball is pretty spectacular. 
that they can hit the ball that far. We use the exact same golf ball and drive it hundreds of yards. Um, shorter, yeah, shorter, yeah. So I think, you know, you got to tip your cap too at some point. But I don't know. We'll uh, we'll see what happens with that. It'll be interesting. Um, we also have the Masters coming next week. Live versus PGA. First time. Apparently, live guys are going to be wearing their team shirts. Um, at Augusta. Brutal. I also am hearing that live does have a backout clause. So if guys want to leave live, they would have to pay two to four times what they originally signed for. So they've been hinting that Brooks Kepka wanted to leave. He would have to pay nearly from a range of 400 to $800 million to leave live golf. I did not know that. That's absurd. Read the fine print, folks. Read the fine print. Hold my careers class that this week. Yep. Read the fine print. Um, so be interesting though. I'm I'm excited for the Masters. My early pick is Max Homa. Max Homa to win the Masters. That's my early pick. Rory McElroy. I heard he, he shot due. like 61 or 62 there a couple weeks ago. He is on fire right now. Yeah, he's if he can get his putter going. Watch out. He is that would be the career slam. It would be the career slam. It would be cool to see him get it done. I remember he choked it when he was like a kid. But um that was tough to watch, yeah. That was tough. Okay. Um I I actually dusted off the old Xbox three sixty. Put played Tiger Woods Masters game in there. The only oh, game that I can play Augusta on and oh, Chin. It's electric. You want to come over one day before the tournament? I'm in. It well, it's just nice because you get to see all the holes, get to see the shots coming in. Yeah, so, yeah. If you're in, it's cool. Come on over. Yeah, e, I believe EA is dropping a new golf game where um, Augusta will be featured. So yeah, so keep your eyes peeled out for that. Sweet. Okay, um, three on three news at NHA means what do you got? So NHA now that most regular, um. I guess, what would you call it? Regular association leagues, leagues yeah. are wrapping up now. OHFs are coming up uh, in a couple weeks. But mainly the NHA, Northern Hockey Academy, our friends at Northern Hockey Academy, have created their own league, a three-on-three league on their uh, mini ice. So three-on-three is going to be running Saturdays from 8 a.m. till 1 p.m., then again, 3 to 5 for all ages between 6 to 14 year olds they are full already but they had over 500 kids sign up Jim they're almost their own association they're going to be asking for triple a cards soon we're going to have three triple a teams nha sudbury nickel district um but i'm going to go live on site for or saturday go check it out check out the story we will have some sort of weekly update on what's been going on with the league as well but it's great to see Sudbury just have another hockey option. And I think NHA is really filling the need for what Sudbury's really wanted from hockey, basketball, volleyball. I was in there a couple nights ago going to the simulator because Tom didn't invite me to play on his team. Invite Zach. But I'm in there and there's probably 40, 50 kids playing volleyball in there. That like where yeah. where were they doing that before? That's what I'm for curious sure. about. For sure. I wonder if they'd ever be able to expand it to include even more sports. Um, I'd also actually build a bigger building. They, yeah. They've jammed everything and anything everything. possible in there. It'd be cool if it ever turned into like a, 
like a private school too at some point. Hey, like, if you need teachers, like a, Blake, like a, Brian, like a, we got two. Prep, prep school too. Yeah. Well, um, you, awesome. I could do business. You could do history. Yeah. I could get by with math for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Could both get by for sure. Um, I can't do English okay. though. Can you do English? Yeah, I could take care of that. I okay. can take care of English. Okay. There we go. I'll do French. Um, Bonjour. Bonjour. There you go. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, okay. Let's go to OHL playoffs. And the playoffs are set. Ladies and gentlemen, the playoffs are set. The Wolfers jump up to the five seed and will be playing Peter Bro as you're listening to this podcast that night, Thursday night. Um, let's run through the series here. We have. Ottawa playing Oshawa. Ottawa's playing the first two home games in Gatineau. North Bay versus Mississauga. I may be going to the Battalion game on Friday. Barry versus Hammer. Peterborough versus the Wolves, like I said. And then in the West, we got Windsor versus Kitchener. London versus Owen Sound. Sarnia versus Guelph. And Saginaw versus Flint. Predictions for round one. Let's go. Let's run through, Mace. Round one, Ottawa versus Oshawa. What do you got, Mace? I think I got to go Ottawa, even though they're not in the home arena. They, the just well-coached team. Jack Mateer, gold medalist, stole it from my cousin. And made a couple big deadline moves. Kind of stacked up. And I don't know. One seed, you got to beat the eight seed, especially in the OHL. You think it's a sweep, or what do you think? I mean, Oshawa has some some little it factor about it. I feel like when we watch them play, like they still yeah. they don't they're not brutal. They're, for they're like the Wolves, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think they get one. They'll steal one. All four right, one. so or one Ottawa. All right, Ottawa and five. Ottawa and five. Let's go North Bay, Mississauga. What do you got? My North Bay Battalion will sweep this series four zip. Yeah, I, I think quick two in Mississauga. They're yeah, built. Mississauga, yeah. Mississauga's got a young squad too. Um, I think North Bay does do away with them in four. Dom DiVincentis in that two. Um, could really, if he gets hot, could really run away with this playoffs. We got Barry Hamilton. That one gets a little tough, but I still, you got to go with Barry. I do think Barry gets away with this in five or six. Um, Hamilton will give him a tough time, but I don't think uh, I think Barry will be able to handle them. Brand Clark, especially if they get on the power play, yeah, watch out. Clark, uh, Cardsy's doing well, Cardwell. So yeah, I'm thinking yep. Barry. They're the seven o five still, so for sure. I'm thinking all three seven o fives going to round two, Jim. So now, and that's where we land: Peterborough versus our Wolfers. We love this matchup. Love it. We asked we for it when we watched yeah. it. Yeah. We yeah. Said this would be perfect for us. Yeah. Kanyan's ready. The boys are ready to go. Um, You're looking at a Peterborough team who did load up but did not um, really gel the way they were supposed to. I mean, you look on paper, they should be a top three seed. Now, that is scary saying that because it you is. never know if they could figure it out. You do have the Stillman storyline playing against his old club. You have the Ottman storyline. He was mixing it up with about every Sebri Wolf. Yeah. Um, 
I'm going Wolves in six. I I love it, Jim. I would probably say around the same. I almost want to say Wolves in five. I'm not gonna go that far, but I will go. I'll go Wolves. I'll go Wolves in six. Um, it's gonna be a good series. I think Wolves do get it done at home. Game six. Oh um, yeah, I'm gonna say Wolves gonna in six bumping. just so we get the yeah. extra home game. The home factor. Um, okay. A lot of these players off. haven't seen a playoff game in Sudbury. Yeah. No, it's gonna be. Yeah. It's it's gonna be nuts. It's gonna be this, awesome. I don't want to get ahead of myself, Chim, but this feels like that. 2006, 2007, maybe sneaky run. Uh, you know, a little feel, yeah, for sure. A little I know feel. Not as many um, of the OAs or like those star OAs that yeah. we had in that 07 run, but yeah, just the way the adversity, DMAC coming in, best coach. In you got to think DMAC, yeah, you think, rather than you got to think, yeah, you got to think DMAC is going to be able to, um, with something up here, goalie wise, who are the Wolves starting? I personally think they're going to go with Broussard. The OA, the guy they picked up, he did have a decent run uh, leading up to the playoffs. Though, I will say that job is definitely up for grabs. If they lose game one, I think they go to Chucky game two right away. Uh, I've asked everyone. I've asked Mayhew. I've asked Kanyan. I've asked Rand. Like, everyone. Oh, no, I didn't message Randy. I was about to message Randy. <laughs> but no, no one knows. I don't even know if DMAC knows yet. That's they probably, probably keeping don't. them up at night. Like they probably that. don't know. Yeah. Do you go with the 20-year-old or the 17-year-old? Yeah. It's tough. As a goalie, think, yeah. you want to start that game. Like, as a 17-year-old, you want 100%, 100%. it. But He's earned all, it too, Chucky. It, it's nerve-wracking. I remember I there's a Garson Arena was filled for, like, a memorial game back in 2010. And I was so nervous, even just in warm-ups. So I can't imagine a playoff game at the Sudbury Arena or wherever Peter Rowe plays out of. Yeah. Um, another thing we'll, we'll touch on as we go through here, the schedules are a little bit nuts. Like some some teams are getting a day break in between games. Some are going back-to-back. In the Wolves' case, of course, they're playing back-to-back in Peterborough and then back-to-back on a Tuesday-Wednesday in Sudbury. Non-prime time. We don't like to see that. But you take what, what you can is. get, I guess, eh? It is. Especially in playoffs. We got playoff hockey. That's all that matters. Okay, off to the west, we got Windsor-Kitchener. I'm saying Windsor gets it done, but I think they get it done in seven. Really? I think Homer and the boys are going at it in five. Windsor-Kitchener in five. Okay. Here's my thoughts. This Kitchener team was supposed to be a team that was supposed to be one of the top teams in the West. They did get banged up. They did underperform, but they found their way into the playoffs. And they do take the eighth seed. You got Mitchie Martin. I do think they could give Windsor a hard time. I do think Windsor does get it done. And I'm going bold here at seven. And I hope they absolutely shove it to me. So... Um, I'm just Mitch, trying to light the fire. I'm just, yeah, I'm just trying to light the fire up here. Um, okay, How many games Lund- has Mitch played since his injury? And it's got to be. I thought he came back after uh, the new year, in like oh, early so in the new year. Yeah, he's gonna be buzzing. He's back. I'm pretty sure. I'll I'll double check on that. Let's go, London Owen Sound. I say London in six or seven. 
Again, Owen Sound, another team who can give a hard time. Colby Barlow is unbelievable. Um, so that's my thoughts. Nice. I think Max McHugh and the boys dancing in the locker room get it done in six. Yeah. London looks good. They they're impressive, hey, but I feel like talk. yeah. I don't know. May May is a difference maker, man. Like I know he's had a pretty uh rocky history and he is a Montreal draft pick and I don't agree with some of the decisions he's made but he looks Can't like deny he's, what he's doing on yeah. the and it looks like player. he's kind of turned it around too like he is a kid for sure yeah for sure so. absolutely uh Mitch Martin played 47 games this year Mace so. yeah um I'm yeah. okay yeah all right let's go Sarnia and Guelph Guelph, after the deadline, kind of just found their way out of the basement and into a decent seed here. You got the Benny Goudreau factor, um, Pastujov. You got Ty Voigt. Like, this is another loaded series. I do think Sarnia gets this done in five or six. I think Sarnia in seven. The Sleeman Center in Guelph, Jim. Not as good as the Sudbury Arena, but built downtown like it should be. And it can get buzzing. There's a restaurant in there like you want the Sudbury Arena to have. You can sit, eat dinner, <laughs> yeah. watch the game. I'm going to say Guelph. No, Sarnia in seven. Sarnia okay. is built well. They are built. They're huge. And too. Northern Goalie. Big hockey club. Yeah. You got to root for that, right? Yeah. Um, okay. In the last series for the first round, we got Saginaw, who just got the 2024 Memorial Cup, which oh, means no. I know you have an opinion about they do play Flint, and just because Zach Drew's on the club, and I do think Flint can get it done. I do like the way they play. Saginaw is more built for next year, although they are good this year, and they do have Tristan Lennox, who also is a stud. I am going all against that because they want to get ready for next year. I'm going Flint in seven. Flint in six. Giroux, game winner, overtime, game six. Book it. Bucket and Booker Jack. Okay, I like it. Okay, um, one second. I need to get some off my chest. Why is yeah, yeah. the Memorial Cup Canada's junior hockey championship being played in the United States of America, Chimino? Riddle That's me that. Tough, it's a tough question, Mies, because you had the Sioux who put a bid in, Niagara that put a bid in as well. I forget who else. But those two stick out to me, especially from an OHL club. I mean, could you imagine? I mean, the Sioux would have been. I bet you the Sioux though didn't even get a, a, a an absolute like oh, a no. glance, a glance. The Meridian Center um, is brand new, but Niagara just does not have a great team. So I think what they did is they looked at him and they said, "Who's gonna have the best team next year?" And it's Sagara. They are going to be absolutely loaded next year, Mace. Like, it's going to be scary. Like, they are going to own the Western Conference, in my opinion. Fair. Like, I, I understand that. And I, I did it's hear poor, rumblings. It's poor reasoning, but... It is poor reasoning. And it, like, I guess there should be no discrimination. They do play in the OHL, which is the premier league in Canada. But, again, it's just... It, the optics of it aren't very good. Yeah. That's about it. Uh, yeah. A uh, couple notes. Uh, Mace, what did you think of 
the London Knights dancing around in the room uh, with the trainer. I I did a reaction TikTok to it. I did see a reaction TikTok to him. I am on TikTok once in a while. But I, I just think a lot of the safety that we teach at a young age not being displayed properly. A lot of kids walking <laughs> around, no skates. Some guys got skates on. <laughs> That's just bad news, Bears. Imagine Max McHugh out for the playoffs, chopped off toe. That's not good. It matches Under Armour that has a huge hole in it. Yeah, he needs a new gitch. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Um, yeah. So that's our OHL predictions. Um, for round one, maybe we'll get a little graphic out there, Mace. That'll be cool. See what people think. I like it. Um, yeah. If I had, I thought I had something else to add. Um, the OHL Cup is being played, Mace. Tom. Uh. Tommy's down there, like we mentioned earlier, with Team NOHA. They lost their first game to, I believe, the second-ranked team, Ontario. Um, 4-1 to Peterborough. They do play um, tonight, which is Wednesday night. We won't have the update for you on the game, but you could check on uh, the OHL's website for that. Also, one last piece of news. The Erie Otters did win the... Um, OHL priority selection lottery. They will pick first, and I couldn't tell you who is number one coming out. This uh, there's no clear cut this year. I don't think there is a clear cut. Yeah, I agree. Um, so yeah, that is uh, updates on the OHL. Let's move it on now to our four pack maze because this is the rundown uh, episode. This there's no interviews this time around. So we'll send off to the four pack right now. Yeah. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's four pack time. Um, and I'll send it right off to Mace. It's just three of us today doing the four pack. Um, yeah, Mace, take it away. I know back to our roots, Jim. It's uh quite exciting actually because we got a doozy today, something I think everyone can doozy. relate to. Almost anyone that maybe is not lactose because this week we are drafting. In the four pack, the best types of cheese. Do you like cheese, Jim? Listen, I'm Italian. Uh, we use all types of different cheeses. Um, I can't wait to see what comes out of this one. I know what Tom's going with the first round. Also, I just like to take this time as the four times straight champ to say thank you to everybody that uh, agrees with our votes, my votes. Um, I want to thank my sister for helping me win that last four pack. That's four straight. And dominant it's with over 40% of the vote votes each time. You guys, I don't know. I don't know what to say, but we, I, we have dominated. We, the people, have dominated the four packs for the past four weeks. And it's been great doing it with you all. It's a um, great accomplishment, Jim, on your end. It almost feels like no puck luck. No puck luck. You're just trying so hard. You're hitting some crossbars. You're all over them, relentless pressure, and you get nothing. Nothing, no results, no W at the end of the day. That's all that matters. Um, Didn't Tom lo- say if he lost the last one, he was going to retire yeah. for a month? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I, we have I, a month's suspension I, looming. Uh, but- looming. Uh, maybe it'll come next year, but this is my category, and I think I believe I can get a W here. All right. Well, As Jim long can- as you guys let me take my cheese that I won. All right, well, Chim said in the order, so he really decides that. Jim? Assuming you're going I've first. I've been getting a lot of flack for just taking first every time. Um, 
But I'll pawn it off. I'll pawn it off this time around just because I'm getting I'm getting tired of winning, to be honest with you. I'm getting tired of winning. I'll send it off to Tom one. I'll take two. And uh, Mace can take uh, the back of the bus. Okay. Now, this is my favorite cheese. But I don't think it's everybody's favorite cheese. So, all in all, and me and Mason did talk about this before Chimino did hop on. Give me Parmesan cheese. Lock. One, I one. think it's a lock and number one. I think it's a lock and number one. This is when the draft you. gets interesting, though. I think it's an absolute lock at number one. And What's... I think there's I think there's a top three, in my opinion. And that is mozzarella. Mozzarella cheese. That is if it's not parm, it's mozzarella. That too. Good pick. That is a good pick, Jim. Uh, but not as good as my pick. And I'm going with the classic. You know what it is? Top shelf cheddar cheese, baby. How can that not go one or two? Uh, it's it, it it's 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 a it's a first rounder. It's a first rounder. It is a first rounder. And then sticking with the hockey analogy, shout out to my buddy Maddie Mayhew, Swiss cheese, number two or number four. That is there we go. That has got it. Swiss cheese is one of the most disgusting cheeses on the market. Swiss cheese, one of the most disgusting cheeses on the market. I okay, so so to recap, we went parm cheese, mozzarella, cheddar. You you went cheddar and Swiss. That is I think I think Swiss is a that pick stinks. Yeah, Swiss cheese is a tough pick. Okay. Now it's me. Fourth round. No, it's me. Okay. Me. And give me Oh, uh, what am I gonna go with? I'm gonna do it to Tom. I'm gonna do it to Tom. Yeah, do, I'm gonna it. do it. Do it. Take it. Take. Give it. me feta. Give me feta. Yeah, I'm gonna take feta. Give me feta cheese. Okay, you can have you can have my feta cheese. Okay, good pick. I was gonna take it next, but I so think you, I think you guys all missed the boat with taking goat cheese. That's good. I like goat. I had that high on my list. Yeah, that's a great pick. That's a great pick. Thank you. You're back like back, Tom. Yep. Give me a sec. Uh, I think I could have got this later, but I do have an insider source here feeding me some cheeses, which is fine because everyone does their information and I'm, I'm having a little someone, someone right here. Help me out. Give me provolone cheese. Not provolone. Isn't that what it's called? Same thing. Provolone. Provolone. Hey, the graphic is what the people see, okay? Not how I say it. Provolone is uh, is a good one. Yeah. Provolone's good in the sandwich. You're gearing me for Swiss and saying provolone. Okay. It's a good pick. Provolone's 10 times better than Swiss. 100%. Swiss is, Swiss is not it. Not it, Mace. But I see guys like you would like, like Swiss cheese. Ham and Swiss sandwich? Ham and cheddar sandwich? Nah. Yeah, cheddar's better. Um... Okay, give me my favorite cheese, Bocconcini. Give me the Bocconcini cheese. I can't spell that. That's right. I got you, Mace. Is that those little cheese ball things? Like the that's right. The in the 
caprese salad. Yep. That's yep. a nice cheese, Jim. That is a nice cheese. Okay. Wow. I'm going to... This is tough now because like now I'm falling out of like cheese slices and going somewhere else. I don't like this draft position, but I'm going to go with maybe not everyone's favorite, but cream cheese. Good pick. Good pick. So Mace is really vouching for the manja cake uh, vote here. What does that mean? The manja cake, the non-Europeans, the non not a oh, okay yeah well i will finish my draft you guys want to do five rounds no no just do four just do four yeah makes it done yeah tom's gotta go tom's gotta go i'm going to lock in harvardi <clears throat> cheese i brought it up here with me nice little harvardi cheese that rounds out my four pack which one of my stronger ones in the last few weeks jim Oh, all right. Where to go? Where to go? Where to oh, go? Where this now? gets tough now. There's a couple ways we could go. Now, mm, I'm trying to appeal to everybody here. Now is 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 marble cheese a controversial pick? Like, no, like craft marble cheese, like uh, cheddar mozzarella mix kind of thing. Yeah, you buy it for like seven bucks in a block. Yeah, I mean, if you want to lose that, I'm just throwing it out there. I just wanted to see. Yep, I'm okay with that. Yeah, actually, pretty- you know what? I'm gonna do that. You know what? I'm gonna take this for my buddy Tom. Because he loves this as is one of his favorite appetizers. Give me yeah, brie cheese, thank you. T- a good pick, Jim. I wasn't gonna go brie? there, but thank you. Yeah. yeah, I'll take brie yeah, for that's Tom. good. Um, does someone want to finish the sentence off for me? Moderary. Jack. That's how I end off the, the pick. A little spice, Jim. Not bad, eh? Nice, Tom. Okay. All right. Barnable mentions Gouda. I was gonna say I was oh, gonna take. Yeah, I had Gouda there. Jarlsberg? I did have Gouda. Ooh, yeah. Jarlsberg. Is I had. Um, I had Boursin. Boursin. Or grilled cheese. <laughs> yeah, it's a sandwich, Tommy's. <laughs> well, like what about yeah. halloumi? Have you ever had halloumi? Yeah, no, it's squeaky yeah, cheese. Halloumi. Halloumi. Gorgonzola. Halloumi. I thought about going Tex-Mex mix. Yeah, text me. shredded. Oh, craft singles. I Ooh. wanted Tom to pick Baby Bell. Yeah, Jim would have lost his mind if I picked that. I actually, I didn't even think about that. What? <laughs> what's the one with um, the red cow? Baby. Bell. Oh no, it's no? the it's the triangle one. They're in the triangle packaging. Oh, I know what you're talking about. They're that so one's good. that one's so good. Cheese, cheese strings. No. Oh, cheese strings was red. A yeah. Red cow cheese. What's it called? <laughs> uh, is it Baybell? No, it's Parma Parmigiano Regano or whatever. 
Parm- no, no, that's not what it is. We'll yes, it is. It. We'll come back to it. Parmigiano? No, Tom, no, that's not no. even close. Jim, give us the rundown. What's, what's the cheese called with the the red cow, Pete? You know the red cow, the triangle Tom, one. I'll mute your mic. <laughs> okay, run down, uh, run down. Okay, let's go. Um, oh, the laughing cow. That's what it was called. The laughing cow. Um, okay, Tom went with Parmesan, goat cheese, provolone, and Monterey Jack. It's a pretty strong list. I went with mozzarella, feta, bocconcini, and brie. Mason went with cheddar, Swiss, cream cheese, and Havarti. And that is the four pack, folks. Okay. Yes, it is a laughing cow, but I literally just Googled it and I'm telling you, it's this what I put in the chat. Tom, laughing cow is the brand is, of cheese. No, yeah. Yes. Tom, okay. I thought you meant you're looking for this thing from Jim. I thought you were Jim. looking for like the name of the cheese. Oh, not the, not the name of the brand. That, that is not the name of the cheese, though. I can tell oh, you that. I yeah. thought it was. No, no, no. Anyways, I thought I did fantastic. What did I get again? Parm cheese. I, yeah, yeah. You went you, parm, you, you, goat, provolone, and Monterey Jack. Goat cheese? Well, parm cheese? Monterey we'll Jack? See if, uh, yeah. We'll see yeah. if I can make it uh, five straight here. I think it's doable. Um, I mean, someone else has got to win at some point here. I just, it's just, this is getting a little ridiculous uh, on my on my end here. But um, You're sick, yeah. dude. Yeah, I am sick. All right. All right, let's say bye to Tommy and. Bye, Tom. That's going to do it for the four Bye, guys. That was the four-pack. Mace, what do you think, buddy? It's cheesy. Very cheesy. Uh, there are a lot of honorable mentions. It's hard. It's <laughs> uh, hard. And, like, you roasting me for Swiss cheese, like, I thought that was a lock for a second-round pick. I guess it's hard when there's only three of us. So, like, yeah, what? I, I think it was a bit harsh, but... Um, I'm just I, I I genuinely not a Swiss guy. I've never liked Swiss cheese, but yeah, it is very popular. So it, it is very popular. It's like one of one of the options at Subway. You only have four options. Yeah. It's yeah. I don't know cream cheese. I thought was a steal, but some people just grosses them out. Yeah, cheese, I cheesecake. That's cream cheese. Yeah, goat cheese. I like that was a I good like pick from cheese, Tom. Yeah. Very sneaky pick. Yeah, I mean four in a row. I you know I was on a bad stretch where I couldn't get one, and it's all coming now. I uh, I think this is when I turn it around. I got a doozy for next week. I like it. Um, you know, a lot. The number one thing that a lot of people say to me is they love how random the topics are. You really never know which way we're going when it comes to four pack drafts. It's a beast of its own. So, good stuff picking. Well, topics. actually, next week. Masters week. Oh yeah, so we'll be picking. Yes, we'll be picking players once again with maybe our buddy from Pint Golf. Yeah, we'll have to reach out to him uh, and and get him on for the draft. Um, all right, so that's the four pack. I don't know if we missed anything. Yeah, March Madness. That's the only thing we missed. We oh, haven't that's... covered it too heavily here. Just final four predictions, Mace. Who do you got going to the finals? Uh, I'm riding San Diego State. My cousin Kristen went there. And then I will go. 
I don't want to say FAAU because they're a nine seed, but I I'm gonna go with Florida Atlantic. I I want to say Mesa. I I think those two are playing each other. <laughs> no, no. I thought it was the Battle of Florida, Miami versus Florida Atlantic. I thought Miami was playing UConn. Hold on. Well, that brutal radio. Miami plays UConn, and then FAU plays San Diego State. Wow. Truthfully, a lot of my attention's going towards the women's bracket with Iowa. So <laughs> uh, let's go San Diego State versus Miami. Okay. Um, I like it. I'll go with that too, even though. I mean, UConn looks unbelievable so far, but we'll see what happens. I do love I do. Miami as well. Um, okay. Well, that's going to do it for week 102 of Behind the Bench. We had Kanyan earlier in the week. Now you had the boys snapping it around here. Um, we will see you for week 103. Um, take care. Love you all. And uh, a bunch of news coming along the way. So that's it.